I feel like we need to be intentional about having a good day. It doesn't matter what type of shit is thrown at us. We need to not let bad moments turn into bad days. So we need to be intentional. Have a good day on purpose. And your welcome is because I know that this is the advice that you didn't ask me for, but but I gave it to you anyway. You're welcome. (laughs) Hi, I'm Alethea Crimmins, and you're entering a world gone good. Well, hello, my name is Steve, and I am so thankful you've decided to join me for Thanksgiving week here on World Gone Good, the podcast where we celebrate the good stuff. That's it. That's our new motto, World Gone Good, where we celebrate the good stuff. You got to say it really cheese like that. The good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, the holidays are coming. And you know what's an oh-so-good gift to get yourself and a hundred of your closest family and friends? My brand new novel, Drown Town. Yes, get a hundred copies. It's a cozy mystery, and who doesn't love a good old murder this time of the year? Fictional murder. Calm down. Drown Town is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble as both a paperback and an ebook. And if you've gotten it already, or you plan to, why yes, I would love a review from you on either or both of those sites. Check out Drown Town on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Support this good writer and for that as always i say thank you so here we are thanksgiving is fast approaching and i have to ask you what are you thankful for is it family and friends your health your job is it basic stuff that we sometimes take for granted like running water a roof over our heads and food in our cupboards cupboards listen to me i sound like i'm on little house on the prairie pa Light a fire and I'll bring the jam from the cupboards. I don't know why I need to set the jam on fire either, but you know, you get me. Just, you, you're fine. We're fine. Listen, there is so much for us to be thankful for. For me, a big part of it is sharing this show with you every week. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. And I am especially thankful to all my guests who have showed up for these 150 plus shows we've done, especially the ones that I randomly reach out and say, hey, you. You want to come on, be on my podcast and share your good? Today's guest is one of those many randos who foolishly said yes, (laughs) and I'm beyond thrilled that she did. Alethea Crimmins is the Thanksgiving week guest you didn't know you needed, but I am so thankful she is here, and you will be too. Over 1.5 million followers on TikTok and 547,000 plus on Instagram show up daily to watch and listen as she's pimping positivity. You may have seen her recently on the Jennifer Hudson show. And if it's good enough for the J-Hud, it's good enough for us. This is Alethea Crimmins, and this is Her Good Journey. I have today with me for Thanksgiving week, and y'all are going to be really thankful for this. She has 1.5 million followers on TikTok. We're going to make her name each and every one of them so they feel special. Might be about a 12-hour show. She is the – you're not even a ray of light, my friend. You are like – you're like a solar system of light, but 
Here's where I want to start. Alethea Crimmins, it is Thanksgiving week. What are you thankful for? Gosh, I am thankful for this journey. Like, I am so thankful for this journey because never would I have ever thought that me being myself, which by the way, I never wanted to be, like, I was always a chameleon. Like I would try to be everything but me. And now I'm me and look where this has gotten me by just being myself. So anybody that's listening, stop trying to be a copy paste version of everybody else and just be you because being you is enough. When did you figure that out? Was there a moment? (laughs) This, this, this journey has really helped me become more of me. It it has really helped me become more of who I am. So me doing this, this past two, uh, no, three years has helped me become more myself unapologetically than I ever have in my life. We talk about journeys on here a lot. That's a word that comes up a lot. So I love that you use that. Did you feel you need to take one? Is it something you were just like, I'm going to just start doing this in the moment and see what happens? Did you put pressure on yourself? Well, I have always talked to myself. I'm a big self-talk person because I believe that self-talk is self-care and self-talk is self-healing. So I talk to myself a lot and I, and I answer myself also, but that's how this all started because nobody really like, nobody was my cheerleader. Like I, I stutter and I've been stuttering my whole life. I've been bullied for it, um, by my family members, by my friends. I could not get away from it so much so that I didn't talk for quite some time because I didn't like the sound of my own voice. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, you're listening to me now. It's like, what? She didn't talk? No, I did not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but one day I was like, okay, because I give myself these pep talks. And when you when you take a selfie, you're looking at yourself. So I started to record me and I was like, okay, well, I'm looking at me. So, so I gave myself a pep talk and I was like, hmm, I'm sure that there's other people that feel this way and maybe I can help them smile. Like this makes me have, have a good day. Maybe I can help them have a good day. So I pressed post and I was like, oh my God, like the amount of comments that were like, yes, I needed this. Yes, this is me. Oh my God. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, okay. So now I'm going to do this every day of my life for the rest of my life. Because, yeah. Because you're not alone. You're not alone. No. No. And it feels good to make other people feel good about themselves. Because so many people don't realize that they are enough just as they are. So many people have been through so much shit and they don't get people telling them, look, don't worry about these other people. Don't 
worry about what they say because they don't matter. Only you matter. Only you. I love that. And why do you think we beat ourselves up? Um, so I teach preschool and you're a saint. Let's start there. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> you're, I'm going to take the Lord's name in vain. You're a goddamn saint. Continue. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't know that half. There's, I'm going to say there's pee and poop and vomiting and bodily functions. I don't even want to know. Children are the most honest <laughs> And you have no idea how many times my feelings have been hurt. <laughs> By like a four-year-old. I've been hurt for real. Like, I'm, I'm like, hey, can I sit sit with you? They're like, Miss Thea, you're too big. Like, oh my God. You're gonna break it. I'm I'm like, huh, oh, thank you. You're doing so, you're doing wonders for myself. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, continue. You're 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 you are doing the Lord's work in many ways. So you're teaching you're teaching preschool. Yes, and I a lot of my content comes from there. But I had one little girl. When I tell you, she in her mind, she is the most beautiful little girl in the world, and she would always come ask me every day, Misty, you think I'm think I'm pretty? Look look at my hair. Is is that is that pretty? Look, look at my shoes. Am I pretty? And I would, and I'm thinking to to myself, how sad it's gonna be because right now, she in her mind, she's the most beautiful girl in the world. And what makes me sad is that somebody is going to tell her one day that she's not. And they're going to keep pointing out little flaws about her. Right. And she's going to keep hearing it over and over again. And all this confidence that she has is going to start to go down. And that's what happens to us. We, We are not born thinking negatively of ourselves. We were all born thinking highly of ourselves exactly like her. Until somebody started to tell us negative things and we kept hearing it over and over and over and over until we started to believe them. Listen, Steve, I had no idea, none. I did not know that I was fat child until somebody told me. (laughs) (laughs) And and I I was like, what? (laughs) I just started like God made people in different sizes. Right. But the way that they said it, made it seem like it was a bad thing. Right. Which made me look at myself in a different way. I was like, oh my God, I don't I don't want to be fat. Like because they're making it sound like it's bad. So I don't want to be fat. Honey, listen, now since I have reprogrammed my my brain, baby, y'all can get this fupa and this and these thunder thighs, honey, because she is beautiful as is. Okay. And that's a validation. Even that little girl who you're talking about, she was looking for validation. And what you're talking about is we validate ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like if our name is not Honda, Kia, Ford, or Chevy, we do not need validation. Because the only thing (laughs) that I need validated is my car. So 
I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's truthful, though. But isn't that sad that she's she does have the confidence, but she still, you know, is looking for it from outside sources yeah. at that age. And I and I can totally, totally like get where she's coming from because I was the same way. And instead of me getting positive things, even from family, I got negative things. I remember um, with my mom, she was dri- driving me to to school where I'm already getting bullied. Okay. So I'm in the car with my mom and she's basically teasing me about my lips to saying that, that I had big lips, which is something that I, w- I was already getting teased about at school along with my stutter, uh, along with, with my size. And here goes my mom on my way to school doing the same thing. So it was like I couldn't run away from it. And I think in her mind, she thought that if she did that, it would make it make me change. But it didn't like they my family was the first people that made me feel bad about my size. Even now, Um, I don't really speak with my family right now because I feel like even if it's family, if it's not good for your mental health, then then you shouldn't be around them. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you about your family because it's funny you just, what you just said when I was a little kid, all the kids around sixth grade, you know, were starting to hit puberty. I hit puberty really late. I've told this story on here on other shows. I didn't hit puberty until almost 16, 15, 16. It was, Mm -hmm. it was a hot mess, but my dad too had this thing. And I was like, it's never going to happen. Um, but my mom, all the girls were saying to little boys, oh, you're cute, you're cute, you're cute, right? And who cared that I was a little gay boy, but whatever. But you're cute. Telling all the little boys running around, you're cute. So I came home one day and I said to my mom, kind of scared to get the answer, am I cute? And my mom looked at me and like, I don't think she meant to, but in a really kind of patronizing way, she goes, you're adorable. And it was like, oh, shit, I'm not. And you don't want to say it. But I, in her defense, because she's going to be listening to this and going to go, I never said that. She (laughs) she probably thought I was coming at it from a different angle, right? A different direction. So I can see as much as I don't want to take your mom's side. I'm not taking anybody's side here, Alethea. Uh, I'm taking the side of of good. But what I'm saying is she's she she may have come at it from that direction you're talking about, right? Because it's the direction – you know, like like anything that we remember, you remember it from your perspective as where you were, and she remembers it from where she was. What made me feel unpretty once once I got old enough to understand, and this happened a lot with my mom and my like nanny. Oh, you'd be so much prettier if you would lose weight. You, you'd be so pretty if you'd be so pretty if. So what you're saying is I'm not pretty now. Right. Like that's, that's what I took from it. It's like, okay, so I'm not pretty now, but I'd be prettier if I'm this way. So me being myself as I am is not enough. So it caused me to have extremely low self-esteem. Like 
people always ask me if I was always just this happy, confident person. No, the way that I am now came from pain. Like all of my content comes from pain and trauma in my life, but I could have let that take me out, which at one point it almost did. It almost did. Like I, I no longer wanted to be here, but instead of me letting it go that route, I decided to take my pain and turn it into purpose. We got deep fast here. Let me just tell you that first of all. Oh my God. No. So, <laughs> but, but yes, because that is where the best art comes from. That's where the best music comes from. That's where the best movies, the best books, the best everything comes from pain. Here's a non-pain question. Let's turn the, the, the tables on you for a second. Here's a question I've always had that you're going to answer for me right now. Why do so many TikTokers, Instagrammers, people like you, very powerful people. Why do y'all film in your car? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so this was not something that was intentional. So I okay, so as I said before, I teach pre-K. So baby, I need a hype talk so I can be ready to face the day. <laughs> so when I pull up to, to work, that's when I give myself these talks, like, okay, bitch, you got this. You will not let these children stress you out, bitch. You got this. You're going to have a good day on purpose. You understand? Because because you can do this. If anybody can, then you can. So, and I feel like I could just be my authentic self in my car because it's just me. Like, it's just me and I can be as loud and as whatever as I want. In my car, like that's my safe space. And I'm sure a, a lot of other people feel the same way. Like I will drive up from, from work, pull up in my driveway and sit in my car for at least 10 minutes before I get out the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my space. Like it's, it's just, yeah. I love that we I got the Story. I feel like we just found out your secret identity. Like you're a superhero. You're like, this is my secret time. Yes. Like this, this is where the like magic happens is where I feel comfortable. And I mean, I can do this in public because now, so let me just backtrack a a little bit. The reason that I became so confident in myself is when I discovered the power of F. T-P. And I know that many of y'all who do follow me know that I use hashtag FTP a lot. When I discovered the power of fuck them people, <laughs> listen, because what they eat does not make me shit. So guess what? I don't care what you think. I don't care because I'm going to be me. So hashtag FTP. Okay. So if you feeling bad, bad about what these people who mean nothing to you, who do not benefit your life in any way has to say about you. Just remember FTP. Fuck them people. Fuck them people. Oh my God. I, my listeners are going to agree. And I'm going to just say, I fucking need you to call me every morning. Like wake me up with that fucking message. That is a beautiful <laughs> message. Speaking of messages, let's talk about this for a second because you have a couple other messages. One of yours oh, is uh, what, what, 
you got you got to well, these are good ones. You one of your messages is have a good day on purpose. Yes. And another one is be great in their face and you actually kind of started a clothing line of sorts and a and a merch line with these products. What do those what do those statements mean to you? So, be great in their face is literally a fuck you to everybody that ever thought less of me that said that I couldn't do it, that I would never be this and I wasn't enough to do that. This was literally a fuck you to your face because not only am I going to do it, you're going to watch me do it and I'm going to be great in your face. In your face. Yeah. So that was like a like message to all of my haters. Watch me be great in your face. Is it kind of a message to yourself too? Yes. <laughs> because sometimes we forget that it's not just about other people. We also have to be great in our own faces. Like I had to realize that I don't have anything to prove to anybody but me. Like I am the one. So I need to know that I can be great in my own face. Like I had to show myself, bitch, you are enough. You are, and you you can do it. So watch you be great. Do it. Yeah. Now also, let's not lie to ourselves. You're a black woman. Yes. And therefore, there's a lot of extra pressure there of what is expected to you for you to be and how you are should act in this society. Let's not kid ourselves. Right? Yeah. So now that you take that on and you tie that into who you are as a person, did that come into play? I mean, have you had those moments where you've had felt like you did have to pull back and said, I'm not going to pull back? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause again, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too deep on you. (laughs) I guess because of how I am. Um, and I, my, the tone of my voice, like I don't always mean to yell and people think that, that I do, but the tone elevates from my passion. And when I'm passionate about something it shows so i get loud and um the the stereotype for black women was oh they're loud and obnoxious and here goes an- another loud black black woman and i'm just like um <laughs> i mean yes but no cuz i was always told my whole life that i was too much well Go find less, cause yeah, this is me. But yeah, it was it was a big thing that why 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 are you so loud? Why why is, why are black women so loud? Like why can't you just tone tone it down? Like you you're just always yelling. But I think too, a lot of that is jealousy, and I think people are projecting because they wish they could be as bold as you oh. are. Or as brave as you are, or as connected as you are. And I'm not always that person. I try to be, right? Like, there's a certain amount of performance going on here. Let's not kid ourselves. But when it's real is when we connect who we are to it. And that's when we go, you know, that's when we go, oh my God, Meryl Streep's the best. Because she connects who she is to the part she's playing. 
that's a weird example, but you get me. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like for, for a while I started to se- second guess it. I was like, well, maybe I should tone it down. Like maybe I should just kind of ease up and not be so loud. And for a while I tried, I tried to, to be um, more te- Tabitha Brown-ish. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> and that just, that's just not who I am. It's just not me. I mean, I can't do it. And I was like, why am I letting these people make me second guess who I am? Because apparently I'm doing something right. Because, yeah, like people keep on following me. And I am very genuine about who I am because I want Whenever people say, I feel like you're speaking to me, I am. I am. Like, I I, li- I literally am because I have a love of p- people. And if you want to be more like Tabitha Brown, you can be you and then just add a honey at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> like a soft. And I say that respectfully because I, I think Tabitha Brown's amazing. I'm actually vegan. I'm vegan. So I'm all in. A, I'm 100% in. Let me ask you this. Um, Cause, cause I can go and be like, hey, 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 y'all. Are, 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 you, are you a bad bitch? Because I'm a bad bitch. You know? So y'all go out there and be creating their face, okay? <laughs> the new, we've created uh-huh. it. It's the new calm for like the, the version I can handle. The, the, the 55 plus version. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, here's a question I want to go back to. So have any of the parents that you have students with have they been like, I watch your videos and I love them, or I watch your videos and yeah. you need to watch it because you're watching my child? Uh, yeah, well, so I have had um, several parents that, you know, because kids, you know, they watch their parents' f- phones and that they'll be scrolling through a uh, TikTok or like I- IG and they're, oh, Miss Thea, and here's Miss Uh. Thea saying, you are the shit though. <laughs> she ain't nothing but the shit. And so, yeah, my, my, my like parents were like, we love you. But I'm like, but what? Because little Johnny comes in my class saying bitch all, all the time. So I what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I mean, like they, they, they really, they, they actually love it. Like they, they love it. I, I have one of my students <laughs> that mocks me when, <laughs> when he comes to school. And so like, if, if like anybody tells him, it's like he waits for somebody to tell him, thank you. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> Because for those of you who have not followed, this is this is her her sign off. This is her. This is your sign off, right? This yes. <laughs> have have a good day on purpose. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and people always ask me why I ended like that. I feel like we need to be intentional about having a good day. It doesn't matter what type of shit is thrown at us. We need to not let a bad moments turn into bad days. So we need to be intentional. Have a good day on purpose. And the your welcome is because I know 
that this is the advice that you didn't ask me for, but but I gave it to you anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's talk about your um, podcast that you have called Pimpin' Positivity. Where did the name come from? So um, I believe in switching negative things into positive ones because I feel like that's how we can reprogram our brains to think better of ourselves because that's literally what what I did. I I took every negative thing that everybody ever said about me and I've flipped it and I made it positive. So I was like, wait, I mean, people pimp holes and pimp this. So I'm a pimp positivity. Like I'm going to just be like, here, you you be happy. You be happy. You be happy. I was like oh, Oprah with, with the cars. With, with, with the, the cars. Positivity. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Yours is a little cheaper. So, so, yeah, Yours I'll- didn't cost you quite as much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so, so I'm out here like pimping po- po- positivity. Like, yeah, like everybody gets some. Yes. And what is your goal with your podcast? Um. Well, people just like they wanted to get to know me deeper. They wanted to know like where I come from, um, why I do what what I do, what what my background is. They just wanted to know more of me on a deeper level, more than just a, like thirty seconds to a minute that I give them daily. Like they want to know me and I, and I want everybody to know who I am. And I want everybody to know that I have been through some of the same things that you have and I have overcome. So, so can you. So, yeah. And so some of it is kind of, well, we have a, a like spinoff of the podcast called condomless conversations and it's condomless because I give it to you real raw and uncut. Oh God, I love you so much right now. (laughs) So I'm taking off the condom and I'm giving it to you raw because sometimes we just need that. And that's where we talk about like sexual stuff and just stuff that, you know, just people just need to hear because let me tell you something. My cute little lesbian self has so much to talk about with people. (laughs) I've had people unfollow me when they found out that I was married to my beautiful wife of 10 years. They they were like, oh my God, you, you are a lesbian? Yes. And like, Jesus loves me too. So yeah, like I am. And yeah. So I mean, if you don't like that I, you know, am on a strict fish diet. (laughs) (laughs) It has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with you. I'm married. I'm going to be coming up on my 10-year anniversary with my husband. (laughs) 10 years. and, uh, And we've been together 16 years and haven't murdered each other, dot, 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 yet. Still could happen. It could be a lifetime movie. Give me a little time. But again, that's the kind of thing is like, one, stay in your lane. Two, it doesn't really affect you. And we all, you know, we just had a show uh, last week with a, a trans queer 
male. That's how he sees himself. And those, I asked him, I said, tell mm-hmm. me how you want to be. I don't want to like say, you know, identified or how you see yourself, but just for a descriptor because right. it helps me. But he and I just talked about this. It doesn't affect you. That's his life. And at the same time, we all have to journey together and we all have to come together. Stop with all the separation. Stop with all the divisiveness. Again, don't want to get too deep here, everybody. It's Thanksgiving week. But let's be thankful for diversity. Let's be thankful for things that are different. Because, I mean, who wants to live in a world where everybody is the same? A hundred percent. If I could be anything in life, not only would I want to be a unicorn because that would be awesome. I want to be glitter. Be be glitter. Be fucking glitter. Why? Because it shines, it sparkles, and it don't matter what you do. It's hard to get rid of that shit. <laughs> Baby, I am glitter. Yes. You cannot get rid of me, bitch. I am here. And I'm going to shine forever. We close these shows with three questions don't worry you know the answers question number one is the easiest one where do people find you online how do they follow you how do they get more of you which they definitely need plug away they can find me on tiktok ms underscore hdic on instagram miss ms underscore hdic also on youtube under alethea crimmins are Pimpin' Positivity, P-I-M-P-I-N, Positivity, all one word. The last two questions, we always end the show this way. Go back to anything we talked about or anything you want to say. Question number one is this, who inspires you? Oh, I would have to say my wife a lot. Because a lot of my growth came from her. And my followers, like, they really keep me going. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to stop or quit. And I would open my TikTok and get a comment like, you saved my life. Don't ever stop. So, yeah, that's why I keep going. And the final question is not a question. It is a statement to finish. It is a famous Shaka Khan and Rufus song. Don't sing it. I can't afford to clear that song. But it goes like this. Finish this statement. Tell me something good. Uh, tell me something good. Okay. Um, Tell you something good. Okay, listen. People only do what you allow them to do. So don't allow them to mess up your day. Don't allow them to take your peace. Don't allow them to take your joy. Go be great in their face and have a good day on purpose. Thank you, Alethea, for sharing your good. Next time on World Gone Good. We always get like a sense of happiness from doing that, like a buzz, like we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, it. yeah it's, it's a really cool job to have because you get, there's a sense of privilege because um, 
<laughs> for, for like two months or a month and a half of the year we become quite important in areas and like we can help with, because we get quite a bit of attention over social media and stuff like that we can help with some charities and go and do some work for people that wouldn't be able to afford it or whatever and, and surprise them and you know it, it's just the rest of the year no one would want me to go and do anything but right <laughs> but now it's like we get we get to do that for some people because they really want it you know and that's that's really cool You know that song lyric, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow? Well, Tom and Carrie Ackling have taken that to the next level with their magic art-centric company, Snow Windows. We are skating, skating across the pond to the UK to talk with this joy-giving couple. It all started with their own kitchen window way back in something like 2007, and now they get calls from around the world, people wanting them to come decorate their own holiday windows who's ready to get your merry going early on our next all new episode until then be good